Hello and welcome to the December 2021 edition of the Chad's Chatterings Podcast. I am your host, Chad Maples, and in today's episode, we will look at some events that took place a long, long time ago in Galilee, far, far away. I'm speaking, of course, of the birth of Christ, and since December is the only time of the year that people seem to consider the birth of Christ, it makes it an extremely convenient time to discuss it. So sit tight and stay tuned. This is the Chad's Chatterings Podcast. Chad's Chatterings Podcast. While you're here, make sure you like, follow, or subscribe to the podcast so that you can know when new episodes are available. Today's podcast is entitled A Long Time Ago in Galilee, Far, Far Away. The familiar title crawl for the Star Wars movies is always preceded by a black background and the words A Long Time Ago in a Galaxy Far, Far Away. As the words gradually vanish into the background of outer space, we are introduced to the storyline involving a small group of rebels who are fighting against an oppressive galactic empire. I have always been a fan of the Star Wars movies, and I've always thought it'd be cool to be a Jedi Knight myself, and, you know, to be able to move objects around without physically touching them. However, sadly, in reality, the closest that I've come to doing anything like that is the motion-detected sensors in the public bathrooms for the sink or the paper towels. There have also been times when I've been in public with my kids at the grocery store and they could see me lifting my hand up as to magically open the automatic door as we exit the building. The kids would usually ignore me and make their way to the car and pretend that they didn't even know me. Movies have a way of entertaining us and taking our imagination captive. They can take our minds through outer space and explore a wide range of possibilities. Through the years, I have observed that some of my favorite movies often imitate a very similar story or theme from the Bible. For example, in the initial trilogy of Star Wars, Episodes 4, 5, and 6, we are introduced to a galactic empire that is led by Darth Vader. They have a weapon known as a Death Star, which is capable of destroying an entire planet. A young rebel named Luke Skywalker is portrayed as the only one who can bring hope to the galaxy and save the rebels from being destroyed. Spoiler alert, it is later revealed that Darth Vader, also known as Anakin Skywalker, is Luke's father. And it's interesting to see the relationship between the father and the son unfold in the Star Wars movies. It is also interesting to see the similarities between the father-son relationship portrayed in these movies and the father-son relationship portrayed throughout the scriptures. There are some obvious, notable differences as the God of Heaven, or the Father, is not an evil or oppressive God, but a God of love, and a God who sent his only son, Jesus, to the earth to be the hope of our salvation. The Bible portrays us as sinners or rebels who have fallen from the grace of God and fallen short of the grace of God. And we are told that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus was the 
able to become our only hope because he died once for all. He was the only one who could become the perfect sacrifice for our sins. And one day our lives will come to an end and we will no longer live here on earth. But if we live long enough, we will see the Lord come again. No one knows the day or the hour when that will take place, but the earth and everything in it will be destroyed with fervent heat. The beginning of Jesus' physical life here on earth began a long time ago in Bethlehem of Galilee, as he was born to Joseph and Mary. For many years, the religious community and many around the world have recognized December 25th as the day of Jesus' birth. However, there is no specific mention of this date within scriptures. The origin of this date goes back to the ancient Roman culture when Romans observed the birthday of Mithra on December 25th. Mithra was believed to be, by many, the god of the sun, and it was not until the 3rd century that Pope Julius I declared December 25th as the day to celebrate the birth of Christ. It is also believed that this date was chosen in order to draw attention away from the pagan holiday started by the Romans. Now, regardless of when the birth of Christ actually occurred, it is important to remember that it still did happen. The scriptures go into great detail regarding the birth of Christ. It was a major event in scriptures, and the birth of Christ was prophesied in the Old Testament it was praised by the angels, and it prepared the world for salvation. But Jesus coming into the world was not done without hardships. Before Jesus came into the world, Joseph and Mary had to endure some hardships, first starting with a long journey through the wilderness. Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 4, tells us that Joseph and Mary had to travel from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. They had to make this journey due to a census decree made by Caesar Augustus. The journey to Bethlehem from Nazareth was about 80 to 100 miles. The scriptures do not go into great details about their journey, but it was not an easy journey by far. Mary was pregnant, and she and Joseph had to travel on foot and by donkey some 80 to 100 miles in order to get to Bethlehem, where Jesus would be born. To put this into perspective, it would, take, it would have taken them somewhere around 40 to 50 hours to complete this journey, assuming that they were able to travel at 2 miles an hour, traveling 8 hours a day. After this extremely long journey, they arrived in Bethlehem only to discover that they did not have a place to stay. They were allowed to stay in a stable or a barn, and Mary wrapped Jesus in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. A manger is defined in the dictionary as a long box or trough for horses or cattle to eat from. This is why the song Away in a Manger describes it as no crib for a bed. The purpose of a manger is to feed cattle. 
it has never been and was never intended to be a bed for a newborn infant. Yet the only son of God was born to a poor family and his first bed was a feeding trough. In addition to these difficult circumstances, there was a great disturbance in the force of political power. There was also an attempt by King Herod, also known as Herod the Great, to have Jesus killed. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 2 and 8, Herod asked his wise men to find where Jesus was so that he could go and worship him. The wise men were to, the wise men journeyed out to find Jesus and worshiped him. However, they were divinely warned not to return to Herod. Joseph and Mary were told to go to Egypt because Herod wanted to find Jesus and kill him. Matthew chapter 2 verse 16 tells us of the horrible events that took place afterwards. It says, Then Herod, when he saw that he had been deceived by the wise men, he became exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all of the male children who were born in Jerusalem and in all its districts from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. When we encounter difficult times throughout life, we can experience a lack of faith that is sometimes disturbing. It is during these difficult times that our faith can be troubled or shaken and cause us to question God's purpose. There seems to be a recurring question that people have in reference to the problem of evil. Many people want to know why God allows bad things to happen. And many people who refuse to believe in the existence of God will often ask the question, if God is all good and all powerful, then why does he allow bad things to happen? Yet here with the birth of his own son, we see several bad things happening. They did not only happen to Mary and Joseph, but there was a massive killing of children who were ages two years old and under. One may naturally think that if God was to send his only son into the world, that he would make sure that he had a safe place to be born and that his family was well taken care of and that they were well protected. However, God allowed these things to happen to his only son so that he could become the savior for those who are poor, broken, downtrodden, and feel as if there is no hope. Serving God faithfully does not exempt one from suffering. God, out of his love, created man with a free will to make voluntary choices. This could be seen as a self-limiting action by God. He wants us to voluntarily love him, and when we also have the option to make bad choices as well, we are given the option to make good choices or bad choices. For God to interfere with man's free will will go against his whole purpose in creating us to have the freedom to make choices on our own. And as a result, not everyone in the world will make good decisions. Some people will make very bad decisions that have very bad consequences, not only on themselves, but on others as well. So as a result, evil exists in the world partly because people make evil decisions. 
Isaiah describes Jesus as a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He was born to a poor family so that he could minister to the poor. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. He was despised and rejected of men. And now he sits at the right hand of God and makes intercession for us. He has been lonely. He has been grieved. And he has dealt with sorrow. He knows what we are going through in our times of deep despair, and he intercedes on our behalf in our time of need. If Jesus had not been born in poverty and suffered the things that he did, it would be very difficult for us to see him as an adequate Savior who could sympathize with our needs and our weaknesses. So in conclusion... A long time ago in Galilee, far, far away, something very spectacular took place. Jesus, the Son of God, Emmanuel, Prince of Peace, took on flesh and dwelt among men. His birth was prophesied in the Old Testament, and even though there were problems surrounding his birth, his coming into the world prepared us for something far greater than we could ever hope or imagine. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Amen. I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Truly, the story of Jesus Christ is one that gives this old world a new hope that will never, never fade away. This concludes this particular edition of the Chad's Chatterings Podcast, the December 2021 edition of the podcast, hopefully to be a monthly podcast from here on out. Make sure you like, follow, or subscribe to the podcast so that you know when new episodes become available. And to all of those out there, everyone, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll see you next time.